What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Big Yikes podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, aka my brother, aka Weston, aka Dr. Weston Wong. I'm not doctor yet. Give me like a year and a half. Student Dr. Weston Wong. Okay. <laughs> How does it feel to be on my podcast? What an honor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Weston's going to be on a couple of different episodes, but I wanted to join, have him join on this episode because I think because it's Halloween, we're going to tell some ghosting stories and not scary. Well, kind of scary. We, I asked you guys about your worst dating, like ghost, if you've ever been ghosted or if you have ghosted somebody. Um, so we got some submissions, but I first and foremost want to hear Weston's, um, Weston and I just background are six years apart. I didn't think we were that close growing up. What, what do you think? Um, probably not because you were like six years younger than me. <laughs> it's like literally in like different schools all the time. That's so true. Um, so it wasn't until I got to college, I think, that we got a little bit closer, would you say? Um, yeah. And like before your mission. That's true. Um, we also lived together and we have the same sense of humor. Like People think that we're twins, except I'm not a doctor. Like, they just think we're, like, the same person. Are we twins? I'm literally, like, a foot taller than you. But just, like, the mentality. Like, mentally, we're twins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have a, you have a story of mine? I asked you beforehand if you had a story. Um, yes, I do. Um, this was... How many years ago? Oh, wait. Weston, Weston drank a carbonated drink before this, so if he burps, then um, I'm sorry. It's still going to be on the podcast. Okay, go ahead. Um... I can't remember how many years ago this was, but this was while I was at BYU. So already we're scared. Um, but I went on a date with this girl and it went great. Um, we like were able to talk super well. Anyway, at the time I was taking a music like history class and we were learning about Handel's Messiah. So this was like Easter time. And I got tickets to go see... Uh, handles messiah live in salt lake and i asked her I was like hey like do you want to go see this blah, blah 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 so we go and it was a great date but then like mid date we haven't even hit the like hallelujah chorus yet stop <laughs> and she turns to me she's like hey i like can we go home and i was like what do you mean can we go home like we need to we <laughs> yeah um i'm like let's hear handles like the hallelujah chorus first then we can go anyway so we leave and then um, like, did she have to poop? Like, uh, literally, I don't know. <laughs> she was just, she like, was just like, I need to go. So I'm like, you know, honestly, now I'm like, good for you. If you're not feeling a date, leave. You don't owe anyone anything. You're so, but you're like in Salt Lake, so this is like a. <laughs> it's like 45 minute, minute drive, yeah. And at the time, I was driving like a 92 Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was a tank. Anyway, um, so then on, she was like, let's meet up for lunch. Post handles. Yeah. Um, and so like on the day we set to meet lunch, I text her, I'm like, Hey, I'm at the Cougar Eat at, the, <laughs> <laughs> at this table. Please come to table number 64. I have Chick-fil-A waiting for us. No, this was like a BYOL situation. Bring your own lunch. Okay. Cause I already drove you, <laughs> I already drove you to Salt Lake. Cheap ass. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this. I guarantee she's not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's only like seven people that listen to okay, this. Okay, anyway, so. anyway. So I'm like, hey, I'm like in the Google at the, like, this is the, the table I'm by. And like 20 minutes goes by and she doesn't text back. And then finally she's like, oh my gosh, I had something come up. We'll have to reschedule. And I was like, okay, when works for you? 
don't ever hear back from her. I'm never going to be by the Cougar Eats ever again. <laughs> so when do you want to get lunch? <laughs> um, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. So finish out the semester. Um, and my trip that semester, like me and my family are going to go to California. We're going to go to Southern California, like Disneyland. And then we're going to swing up and visit our family in San Francisco. And this girl knew about the trip. Cause what year was this? I'm pretty sure this was like 20, 20, no, it was 2016. 2016. Oh, it had okay. to be 2016 because that, yeah, that was like my first semester back from my mission. Oh, okay. Scary. Um, anyway, so then I go on my trip, I'm having a great time, like totally forget about this person. I think I remember <laughs> like we're like in, we're in San Francisco. You <laughs> Sorry, I had to like turn the mic away to burp. <laughs> anyway, um, so then we get back, and it's probably like August now. Like school's almost about to start again. I get a text, and it's like, "Hey, how was your trip to California?" From a number I don't have saved. And I'm like, "Oh, it was so great. Like, I got to see my family and some of my friends. Like, we had a great time. And yeah, I'm just back, ready to get school started." And, um. We're, like, chatting for a little bit, and then I'm like, okay, who, who the hell is this? Because, like, I don't have this number saved. How do they know about my trip to California? Um, and so, finally, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't have this number saved. Who is this? And she's like, oh, it's so-and-so. It's Hallelujah Chorus Girl. Remember when we had to leave? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's so-and-so. Like, back in, like, April and May, like, we went on a few dates. How are you? And I was like, good. What's up? And she's like... I just, like, feel so bad from, like, for ghosting you for, like, how many months? Like, three or four months. Like, not a peep. Like, literally not a peep. I deleted the number because I'm, like, I'm never going to see her again, so I'll just delete the number. Like, word to the wise, if someone is irrelevant, like, someone's number is not saved into my phone until proved relevant. I don't know if you're the same. Um, I am, kind of. So, like, recently I haven't started saving numbers until, like, there's been several interactions um, but what I do every probably like six months to a year is I just go through my contacts list and I just delete people. Like if I haven't texted you, if I don't have a, if I don't foresee a reason that I will need to text you, then I'll just delete your number. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, who is this? She's like, oh, it's so-and-so back from April and May. I'm like, how are you? It's like, oh, good. Like, what's up? And she's like, yeah, I just feel like really bad about ghosting you. And I would really love to pick back up where we left off. Left off like four months ago. I was like, excuse me? And so part of me at the time, you know, was a little desperate. So Everybody's down bad. Everybody's down bad at some point. My story will. So I like thought about it for a hot minute. And I was texting with one of my friends. And they were like, you are worth more than that. Like, do not. Anyway, so I essentially text back. And I'm like, hey, um, like, I'm not down to pick up where we left off because we left off at kind of a bad spot and I don't like appreciate how you treated me and like moving forward, like you shouldn't ghost people mm. like that. Like we're all adults here. You can just say we're not interested yeah. and move on. Anyway, so bye. Fast forward a few more months. I think it's like, so that was like August. Yeah, I think it was like Christmas break. Like we're coming up on the anniversary of the Hannah's <laughs> high at that point. Um, I'm like, huh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. Right. So I look up on Instagram. She's married. Nope. And. Baby on the way. Pregnant. No. How long? How long was that? Like 
Oh, from like so, so when she was like, oh, I just want to like check in. So that was like August, and this is like December. Oh. So her, that's like four months. And she was married and expecting. And pregnant. How long had she been married at that point? Uh, like a month. So they'd only they were like married within three months. We didn't know each other. Last I checked, actually, maybe I'll look it up right now after that. No, you should. Okay, hold on. While Weston looks this up really quick, we are sharing a mic because I'm too cheap to buy a second one, and my dryer is going. So if the sound quality, oh, and I have to keep reminding him like to speak really close to the mic. So, I mean, fair warning, fair interruption. That was just like a quick little intermission while Weston pulls this up. I think it's so funny that you check like. Do you like spread? No, actually, I do that too. I'm not even going to say it's funny because I'll go in like people that I've used to talk to or like gone out with and I'll go check on their social media if I'm not like blocked or if they're not private because I'm a lurker. Did you find them? I think so. Hold on. No, I'm kind of scared. Is it, it's not her. But last I checked, it was a few years ago, uh, married. Her husband's a dentist and I think they have two kids. So like congrats. But that's my ghosting story. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Um, I personally try not to just because I've been ghosted like, so many times. I know how that feels. I feel like it's different if there's like a mutual, like we just don't text each other back. I don't consider that ghosting. But like I I will always tell someone like, hey, I'm not interested in pursuing this any further. That's really adult of you. And I'm trying to think like while you're saying that, you're like, no, I've been ghosted a lot of times. I'm like, no, so have I. And I'm trying to think like which story I want to share. Let's not forget about this one kid I went on a date with one date. And after I was like, that was such a great date. Like, I would love to do something again. And he was like, yeah, I'm just like not looking for anything serious right now. And I was like, oh, girl, like, no problem. We can just like, you know, go out and see what happens. And then he just never texted me back. And I ran into him at school a couple weeks ago and he just looked at me and I walked away. Like seeing a ghost. Literally like seeing a ghost. I looked really good that day too. All right. My ghosting story real quick. I was on Bumble. Uh, yeah. The face you wasn't just made. He was like, ooh. <laughs> I was on Bumble over the summer as I am because I go through spurts of being on dating apps and not. And I was, ugh, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, never do this. Never suicide swipe. I mean, as, as down bad as you are, never do it because I was caught in a moment of weakness. I match with this kid. He's like, okay, looking right. He's not even like my type, but I was like, oh yeah, he's pretty cute. We start chatting. And then um, we're like, he gets my number and we're like starting to text um, throughout the day. This is right before 4th of July. And at one point he's like, can I FaceTime you? And I was like, no, because I'm watching Stranger Things with my family. And I was watching it alone. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't want to FaceTime him. Um, But then I remember like it's the night of the 4th, like the night following 4th of July, the fireworks of it and it's so late. And he goes, hey, Cam, can I tell you something? And I was like, mm, nothing good ever happens past. He's like, can I ask you a question? Have you ever had someone? <laughs> stop. Stop. Um, and I was like, sure, like, what's going on? He proceeds to tell me, like, this pretty big secret about himself. Um, and he no, he wasn't gay. But I, like, wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Was he gay? And I was just like, I didn't know how to respond because, first of all, this man had only been talking to me for like five days and I'd never met him or like called him or like anything besides text so I just go hey like thank you so much for trusting me with this information like do you have friends or people in your life that can help you with this and he was like um well like all the people who are negative influences are like out of my life and I was like have you ever considered like therapy and he was like I don't need a therapist to tell me what to do and I was like 
Uh, I think you do. It's like big flag, mama, big red flag. Um, so then I was just like, I'm so sorry. It's so late. Like I need to go to bed. I have work tomorrow. Um, but like stay safe. Like I literally said, stay safe in the text. And he said, stay safe question mark. And I was like, yeah, I gotta go. So then the next day he's like, Hey, and I was like, Hey, what's up? Like just trying to be very dry with my responses. And then he goes, I'm so sorry for like dumping that all on you last night. That wasn't fair. And I was just like, honestly, I really think you shouldn't be telling a stranger you met online three days ago. Like I have the text. I can pull it up. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it in the chat. I will put it in like the context for this week's episode. No, don't put him on blast like that. No, because you won't see his number, but like no, still don't. Okay, whatever, fine. I won't I won't put him on blast. But needless to say, I still have a text of him being like, I'm so sorry, like, are we okay? And then I would <laughs> This is where I go to hell. I just didn't respond. I mean Yeah, I mean like technically you never met. You'd only texted. So like, do you owe anyone anything? No. No, like at the end of the day, like I don't owe anybody anything. But that was the first time I've ever ghosted someone. Damn. Yeah crazy all right anyway we're gonna someone since have you ghosted someone since um no because i haven't been on any like dating app well no that's a joke i got banned from tinder the people know that (laughs) (laughs) i got banned from tinder and i don't have hinge i just deleted my bumble like i had it for a week and because i was getting no bitches i just like deleted it so no you don't need anyone Are, are you on dating apps um yeah but that's not what the episode's about we gotta read the people okay okay we're gonna read them <laughs> focus on your school mama you're in medical school back to the stories <laughs> okay first for us we have a couple of stories i'll share with you guys and we'll read through them and i'm gonna try and get um weston's reactions to these as i read them to you and these are all anonymous so i don't know who put these in all right one time i went on a date with this girl and it went incredibly well The next morning, she messaged me right when I got busy asking me a question that would have required a more lengthy explanation. So I decided I would wait until later to respond. It would. Oh, it had now been a whole year (laughs) since then. And I still haven't opened that message. I see her twice at different events since, but we have avoided each other both times. I feel bad because I genuinely wanted to respond. I just didn't have the time that day. And every time I had from then on, it just felt like it was too late. (laughs) honestly i feel like this person whoever you are you need to reply to the text like open up the text and just be like so sorry i was asleep what's up (laughs) (laughs) like over a year later like hey girl sorry my phone died like uh, what's up yeah just be like oh sorry i was in the shower (laughs) like there's like you can't come back from that there have been only like i think a select few times when i have opened a message and just like haven't replied because i thought i replied and then i just moved out okay no wait does this person, do you have red receipts on? Because if you do, no, that's a red flag. Uh, for me personally, because I don't need anybody knowing whether or not I read their message. That's between my phone and myself. Right. So honestly, you played yourself, whoever you are. Not opening messages, I don't do that. Just turn off red receipts. Yeah. I think one rule of thumb for me is I do not have my red receipts on for anybody. I think for one person... And they know who they are because I think it's funny. But yeah, I think it's just like embarrassing for myself and for them. Like, I feel embarrassed when someone leaves me on red. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's some things like in a, like a professional setting. Right. If like I'm texting someone and they have red receipts on, that's kind of nice to know that they've read it. And I don't need to respond. I don't need to double text them because they've seen it. So, I mean, I, I guess now I do see the pros to having red receipts on. But in general... Nah, you'll get, I'll get to your text when I get to your text. 
Well, I think like too, because you are like, you literally are busy. Like there are people in life where I'm like, I genuinely know they're busy. And other times I'm like, no, you have like, have the decency. No, if they wanted to, they would. That's so true. That's so true. Like, I'm not going to say like, wait an hour. I'm not going to play a game, but you're right. You did play yourself. And like the fact that you, a whole year went by and just like nothing happened. That's crazy. All right. Next one. Next one. One time I went on this awesome date with a guy I had a crush on for a really long time. We went out over 4th of July weekend and I texted him afterwards to thank him. I said, and then in quotations, we should do this again. And quotations, they said, but all he said was basically, you're welcome. Hello? What? That's not, it's like when people just like answer the question. <laughs> a- answer the damn question. Okay. Then two days after my roommate went on a double date and found out the other couple was the guy I went out with on, and another girl. Anyways, I never heard from him again and we were still in the same... Oh, they were in the same ward. He did not approach me or ever look at me in the eye ever again. Fun. Here is my advice to the world about dating people in like your apartment complex or like your ward if you're LDS or like your class. Don't be in the pool. Because like... (laughs) Because I don't know what this person... But like, you know, if like it goes bad... You have to see that person until, like, that school year or class or whatever is over. So that's just a hard and fast rule of mine is, no, don't pee in the pool. Don't pee in the pool. Have you ever peed in the pool before, hypothetically and, like, actually? I think everyone has actually peed in the pool. But do you remember as a kid when they were like, if you pee in the pool, it turns green? I don't know, like, at what stage in development we, like, push that lie and just, like, pee in the pool and it doesn't turn green. I don't know. Maybe that's right up there with like Santa Claus and like the Tooth Fairy. I'm like, I have young listeners. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. He fucks you. <laughs> um, that's actually crazy. No, but I agree. I would not. Do not mix business with pleasure. I get that. Like you have to sometimes date within the ward, and no, no one's forcing you. Well, no one's forcing you, but like, you know, like sometimes you want to. But yeah, if it works out badly, like that's just on you. Feel bad though. Sad that he. Sad that that happened. Sorry to this man. I was walking down the street. I don't, I don't know who this man is. All right. Next one. Okay. This is the worst thing ever. My older sister got home from her mission and told me that there was a guy from her mission who was really cool and wanted to take me on a date. It was in August, but I had just graduated high school and was leaving on my mission in the fall. Ooh, messy. Like babies dating babies. Truly. I told her that he could text me, but I didn't want to go on a date with him because I was leaving on my mission, which is like fair. Like she wants to stay godly lock that heart sister so true the kid calls me and i kindly declined because i was leaving in a few weeks and just wanted to spend time with my family would you have declined if someone asked you yeah like if i'm leaving like i don't know where this person was going like if i'm leaving bye like (laughs) we don't need to i don't know i'm also just bad i'm like i already have enough friends like i don't need to we have the same mindset this is why people think we're twins anyway my older sister got home from mission and told oh wait i already read that (laughs) um because of the wish okay the kid calls me and i kindly decline he kept texting me insisting that it would be fun and chill and that he really wanted to take me out not red flag with some a man being that pushy absolutely not i didn't text him back because i was over the whole thing and had already said no i went to the mtc a couple weeks later and who do i run into wait why the hell is he at the mtc is what I'm persistent guy who had ghosted it was so awkward he was a teacher <sighs> yikes 
big yikes. And I was a missionary. So I had no idea he worked at the MTC. I said hi and it was so weird. And then I never saw him again. Needless to say, I never heard from him again. Okay, good. But like also what was this clown expecting? Like, oh, I'm going to message some person about to go on a mission. And, and then what? And then what? But then I'm also like, isn't that like illegal? Like I don't, I would think that like the rules are like you can't have like a boyfriend or girlfriend. Like if they're going on a mission, if you teach there, don't you think some rules would be in place? Um, I don't, I don't know. W- were they their teacher? Oh, I don't. I don't think it's specified. I think uh, they were just there as a teacher. It'd be even worse if it was like yeah. their teacher, though. That would be, yeah. Okay. Big yikes! All right. <clears throat> Next one. I met my first boyfriend on Tinder in January of 2021. Good for you. They, people find love. People do. Um, I know a few people actually who've like gotten married off of like Hinge or Tinder, and I'm like, God. could not be me. <laughs> God bless. Like I actually I hear those stories and I'm like, God has favorites, and it's it's been known. I see what you're doing for other people. <laughs> okay, anyway, met my first boyfriend on Tinder in January of 2021. From the moment we started talking, we instantly clicked, and my little Pisces heart was head over heels. It didn't take long for us to start officially dating. I'm the, In the beginning, it was perfect, everything that I ever wanted. He was so sweet, kind, adventurous, at least I thought. After about a month of dating, things started to go downhill. He started treating me differently. It stopped feeling like the magical relationship that I was hoping for. We communicated less, and he overall seemed bothered and annoyed when I was around. Okay, bothered? Like, bothered with your presence? Yeah, like, if I'm like, if it's a chore, don't be around them. No, literally. Okay, he stopped holding my hand, being physical, etc. Whenever I confronted him about it, he would always tell me it was on my head. Not the gaslight. Oh, no. No. Not the gaslight. And then in parentheses, he said, I'm an idiot and I know, but it was my first relationship. No, girl, this isn't on you. This, this is on this man. It was getting um, close to my birthday, so we had almost been dating for two months at this point. I really hoped that for my birthday, I could take him to my hometown so he could meet some of my friends and family. Not the hometown visit. I'm like, they were on hometowns in The Bachelor. Like, she, she invited home. I texted him on a Sunday morning asking him to call me when he got the chance so I could talk to him about birthday plans. So, um, he texted me and told me he was at his mom's house and he would be, he wouldn't be free until after dinner. So he would call me then first and foremost, at least he was like, okay, I'm at dinner right now. Like I'll call you after. Yeah, no, I appreciate that when people are like, Hey, I'm, and I try to do that too. Like, Hey, like I'm busy, but I will call or text you back at like 4 PM or five when I'm off of work or whatever. I'm like, story gets interesting. So he's like, Hey, I'll call you after I'm done with my mom's. I waited patiently for him to call, but he never did. It started to get late, and he finally texted me that he had gone to a friend's house, but then he would call me after that. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay, excuses, excuses. Um, I was really confused why he didn't call me after he left his mom's, but I set it aside and waited some more. I waited up until almost 3 a.m. No, no, I'm sorry, no. I'm like, first of all, a little bit of clown. Okay, yeah, also, I don't, like, I, I don't know, maybe because I've never been in love, but like, this like oh like i want to stay up all night no i'm sleeping we're going, to bed. we're going to bed i turn my phone off at like 11 11 30 like completely off not do not disturb off oh, mine's on sleep mode but like no no one's disturbing yeah and i'm no sleep is paramount to anything doctor said get you eight hours in okay so she waited up to almost 3 a.m he never called i went to bed that night so confused and feeling a bit betrayed i mean me too girl i just didn't understand how he had not found five minutes out of his entire day to call me exactly on Monday, I texted him to let him know that I was upset that he promised he would call and never did. My birthday was just now a day away and we still had made no plans. I went the entire day without hearing anything. No calls, no text. Okay, rude. 
Tuesday was the last time I ever heard from him. So this is like right before her birthday. Wait, what's like the timeline of this now? Um, they'd been dating for like two months. She wanted to take him home, right? So just very, very new. Like honeymoon stage over. Okay, but still like two months. Send a text. Yeah, like not the hard. Anyway, so it's the last day she ever heard from him. He told me Tuesday, that day, that he didn't want to talk about it because he didn't want to ruin my birthday. Oh my gosh. Which was... You should talk about it with the therapist. Which was the next day. I was so confused. The only thing that I'd wanted to do for my birthday was be with him. And now he won't answer any of my texts or calls. I spent the next, the entire next day completely alone. He never reached out, not even to tell me happy birthday. It's giving all too well 10 minute version. No, actually, I'm like, that's actually so sad. Like I'm thinking of sweet little Sadie Sink in that music video right now, like crying in her bed. Okay, keep going with this one. I'm like waiting for you to respond. I'm like, what else? Yeah. I want to get to the point of the story where they realize that this person is not it. I tried calling and texting, but I never heard from him ever again. It was one of the cruelest things that anyone has ever done to me. Um, so on Thursday, I woke up to see that I had been blocked on every form of social media. I knew it it was over, but part of me died that day from never getting any closure. I will never understand why he chose to just completely ghost me instead of breaking up with me. I maybe just spent a little too much time thinking about the question, that question in particular. However, with time and lots of Taylor Swift music, I fully recovered from the pain that he had caused me. A little less than a year later, after taking the time to completely heal, I met the love of my life and we are about to celebrate our one year anniversary. Okay, that's beautiful. Actually, it actually ended up, wow. Really, really nice. You found someone who would communicate. And that's my thing with ghosting too. Like if someone ghosts me, I'm like, well, okay, well that, that just tells me what kind of person they are and I wouldn't have appreciated being with them anyway. No, actually, wait, that's so sweet. So, okay, Taylor Swift and love and hopefully that boy is balding, so. <laughs> balding with like stained teeth, I don't know. He probably is balding, like with the options we have here in Utah. I think balding, probably like bad, bad breath, bad sense of style. And the type of person who puts pictures that are five years old on their dating app. Yeah, like I know you've gained. Like I know you're just not looking your best. Which is fine. Which like, is fine, but like don't catfish. Exactly. I would just rather have you own up to the type of person you are and guaranteed I'd probably still give you a chance. True. All right, next story. Cam, first of all, I love your podcast and you're so funny. Eh, thank you. Second of all, um, this is long for no reason. Uh, don't worry about it. Oh, girl, I'm going to share it. Uh, okay, here we go. Are you ready? It's pretty lengthy. Yeah, let me lay down. Okay. <laughs> Last summer, in an attempt to meet new people, I logged onto a few dating apps and created accounts. After some swiping and countless fish pics, I matched with someone who made me excited. Let's just say his name was Jake. He, him pronouns. He was fun to be around, respectful, and I was attracted to him, which is a rare thing, to be honest. Honestly, same. Anyway. He called me after we had messaged for a week or so, and we talked on the phone for hours. The phone call ended with him asking me out on a date. I actually love when, like, guys take the time to call and, like, ask you out instead of text. Um, I can see how one would appreciate that, but also I'm like, calling's scary. That's true. I think, like, if you're in a comfortable space with someone, like, call, but text is still appreciated. Um... I tried not to get too excited because dating is scary and I often end up feeling disappointed, but I can't lie. I was super excited to go out with him. Jake was really cool. We had similar values and interests and he thought I was funny, which only fed my superiority complex. I just have a wide eyed stare. I'm like, okay. We went to a Venezuelan festival downtown for our first date. I was shocked at how easy it was to talk to him. We seemed to get along well, and he showed genuine interest. I drove home from our first date on top of the moon. I called my friends and told him, told them about how much fun it was. I felt so good about him, and it was really exciting to see him again. 
Jake and I saw each other pretty often from the remainder of the summer. We lived about an hour apart, which made it hard to see each other every day, but we went out every weekend. I really enjoyed spending time with him, and he was always telling me how much he liked going out with me. But as the summer came to an end and we headed back to school, things started to slow down. Um, We stopped texting each other as often, and our plans never seemed to work out as easily as they did before. And eventually things fizzled out, and I was sad but that I had a really good... Oh my gosh. I had a really fun summer with Jake, so I didn't harbor any negative feelings. Okay, where do you think the story's gonna go? I mean, we know someone gets ghosted, but, like, where do you think what do you think's gonna happen? I think it's gonna be, like, one of my, like, my situation where, like, they come back and then, like, go get ghosted again. Yeah. Back to the story. A month or two after summer ended, I posted something on my story and he swiped up. We started talking again and things seemed to pick up where they left off. We met up um, halfway and watched a movie together. After the movie was over, we talked to my car for a few hours and made out for a bit. LOL. We both left, promising each other to continue talking, and we did. We talked for a few more months, hung out a lot, met each other's friends, and it got to the point where I was ready to talk about how we felt and see if there was anything more between us. We talked about it some, but it always seemed like he was avoiding the topic of commitment. Ooh, big yikes. I didn't care whether or not we were official, I just wanted to hear him say he was interested in me enough to keep going out. He gave me nothing. Nothing. I was offended to be honest. We had hung out so much and had um, gotten pretty close and pretty serious between us like physically. I felt used and disappointed, which is a common feeling when it comes to men. So true. We made plans to see each other the day before Thanksgiving. He had initiated these plans, so I felt okay about seeing him, and I decided to leave the ball in his court. He invited me to come over to his house to make dinner, and I said I was down and waited for him to respond. I waited and waited and waited. Um, the day before Thanksgiving came, and I was still waiting. I was frustrated because it felt I felt stubborn enough not to text him again. Um, I'm the same way. If someone says they're going to make plans, I'm going to wait for them to like reach out. I mean, I guess it could go both ways, but like I feel like if they want to make the effort, they will make the effort. Again, if they wanted to, they would. You're so right. This is why you're here. Later on that day, I was on Instagram and saw he had posted something on his story. I clicked on his story and he was at dinner with a girl who I had met at his friend's birthday party. I'm like, are you texting other bitches? Yes or no? I was annoyed that I had gone all day without him messaging me back and he was on a date with someone else. To be fair, we were not exclusive, but I felt like things were moving towards that direction. That direction. I then asked one of his friends about the situation. His friend told me that they had been hanging out for a while and that he was just waiting for her to indicate that feelings were reciprocated. At this point, I was so annoyed and wanted him to know it. I sent him a long message saying I was hurt by his actions and thought I deserved more honesty from him. I'm a firm believer in blocking on social media. Me too. So after I sent that message, I blocked his number and removed him as a follower on social media. I wanted him out of my life and I wasn't willing to put energy into something he didn't even care about. Oh, it's not over yet though, but... Wow, this really is a, a, a story. This is a story. I think we're on the... Yeah, we're on the... Last paragraph. Um, the last two. <laughs> um, I honestly look back on this time in my life and laugh because my self-esteem was so low that I was willing to make so many excuses for someone who clearly didn't care about me the way I cared about them. Been there. I'll even be reminded of things he did or said and get a major ick. I chose to ignore so many red flags because he gave me time and attention. It's so sad. But at the same time, this experience... Um, catapulted me into my journey of learning how to recognize my self-worth so true girl i'm like only another chapter in the book um after a few months in therapy and a lot of work on my self-esteem i can now see the situation clearly he was not worth my time it only took a few months for jake and that girl to break things off and he found my tiktok and commented on a video i posted from his personal account and an account he ran for his work 
Talk about desperate. Um, he implied interest in talking again, but I definitely did not feel the same way. At this point, I found it comical to even try to reaching out again. Anyways, I guess the moral of the story is that boys suck and they often only realize how cool you are after you're no longer an option. Yours truly, Ghosty. Thank you for your story, Ghosty. I will say, you know, we all want attention. I think the one thing worse than no attention is attention from someone who's going to waste your time. So... I'm happy that you went to therapy. Everyone needs to, I need to go back to therapy. But like, we all just need to realize that we're worth it. Like, no, you're right. I think there's not, and then the always, it's always after, like, you feel so bad about it. Like, when I'm down bad and I do something dumb and I'm like, I, I was down bad, but I shouldn't have been. Like, we could have literally done something else with this time and information. Oof. That was the end of like the submissions. Um, All great stories, all sad. I'm so sorry. Some of them were a bit funny, some of them were a bit serious. Um, I feel like ghosting, unfortunately, is a universal experience at this point in society. And I think we need to, like, move forward, not ghosting people in hopes, you know, like, spread that kind of dating culture. Like, I don't know, just own up. If you're not vibing with someone, just tell them. Don't waste your time and do not waste their time because we've been on both sides. No, I agree. I did have that conversation with someone the last date I went on in May when I was like, that was so much fun and you're so great, but I just didn't feel like a vibe. And then their ego got hurt and they were like, um, and then just came fighting back. But I agree in the sense of that non- no one wants their time wasted. And as much as you like games, like you just need to be upfront and honest. Like, yes, I ghosted someone before, but I don't plan on ever doing that again just because I feel like I would want someone to pay the same respect to me, you know? Anyway, wrapping up with this episode, I want to ask Weston his big yikes of the week. And I hope you have a good one in mind because the people the people want to hear. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, most of this week I've just been studying. But one of my friends has been trying to get me to go like clubbing in Salt Lake. And I am just not a clubbing type of person. Like I am like, let me change into some pajamas. Let me pick up a Little Caesars pizza that I will eat by myself. Let me watch a show. Let me put on a playlist and just sit in the dark. Or let me get out my Nintendo Switch. And just, you know, that to me is like a time off. Anyway, so my friend finally convinces me. He's like, you never go when I invite you. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I have this weekend off. So yeah, sure, I'll go. So I go. Um, And I think they're listening to this on Halloween, right? Yeah. So it's Halloween weekend. And... I don't think I've dressed up in five years. The last costume I had, I was a Lego, like a giant. It was made out of like a box. <laughs> um, anyway, so I show up and people are like functioning at this club bar thing because it's Halloween weekend. Like I am sitting there in a turtleneck and pants because it's cold in Utah right now. Like at night, I think it was like 20 degrees. Um, but we walk into this club and people are wearing like booty shorts, which like, you know, good for them. Um, crop tops or like mesh. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what is this? Anyway, I was the only one not in a costume. And it is my fault but so that's like my kind of yikes it's just like like i don't really like clubs but then also like hi i'm was just in a turtleneck and everyone was like 
uh, sexy something. And I like. You were not sexy. Needless to say, you were not sexy slay last night. <laughs> not, I was. I was warm. <laughs> because I had a turtleneck on. Well, everyone else was. Well, and then we come out because I'm not trying. I go to bed early. So I leave. You left at 1130, right? Like no, I like exited the building at like 11. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, I left pretty early. But people are like standing in the cold waiting to get in. In like, they're cold. I'm like, no, that's not. Anyway, this is like not really related. But on the topic of Halloween costumes, like, I don't want to see... I don't want to see a sexy nun. I don't want to see a sexy nurse. I don't want to see, like, sexy anything. What I want to see is the people who take costumes, like, too far. In that, I mean, not, like, politically incorrect, because I saw some of those, too. But um, in that, like, I want to see someone dressed up as Shrek with, like, full green paint. Yeah. Like, I want to see a friend group as, like, I don't know. Cameron and I were watching TikToks earlier, and there was, like, a group of Velmas on the... Like, six Velmas. That's freaking funny to me. That is hilarious. That gets my attention. I feel like another big yikes for you was your drink. Like, you're not... Oh, yeah, so I got a drink while I was there, and I don't know. That's... Okay, this is my thing. If things don't have, like, menu prices, why? Like, just let me know. I'm cheap. I know that. Anyway, I get a drink. It was $13. Plus tip. They turn around the little freaking iPad and they're like, tip. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, you just like pressed a button. Like you didn't, I was not served at all. Anyway, so I'm walking around with my little like $15 plastic cup and I finish my drink and then I like just go fill it up with water and everyone's like, oh, like what are you drinking? I'm like, water. They're like, oh, that's not a water cup. I'm like, I know I paid $15 for this drink. I'm not going to throw it. I'm not going to throw the cup away. I'm going to keep my little lime slice. (laughs) Your little lime water. <laughs> That's so funny. This is why you got to utilize, well, I guess, I don't know, people your age do house parties, but utilize house parties because. No. I don't want to go to anyone's house for a house party. Like, I feel so uncomfortable going into strangers' homes, but like to party, again, the circles back to me just like wanting to watch a Netflix murder mystery series with food alone. Like, I don't, I don't function like that. That's fair. That's a, that's a pretty big yikes moment. That's not the first. No, that's like, I think you can count on both hands how many times you've been clubbing. Right? Yeah. You can go on one hand. Okay. I think, wait. Like, I th- legitimately think like three times. Slay. <laughs> um, was that your moment? Yeah. Okay. My big yikes moment was crazy. Um, I went to the bathroom I feel like all my big yikes have to do with like the toilet. Um, I went to the bathroom at work and the bathroom like right by my work has five stalls. And I earlier that day, I noticed that one of the stalls didn't have toilet paper. So I was like, I'm not going to use that stall when I go back. So I'm walking into the bathroom. I see this lady come out of the stall that has no toilet paper, grab three paper towels and go back in. (laughs) She goes back in and... Mind you, all the other stalls are empty. And so I just see her come out of that stall, grab three paper towels, go back in. Wait, was this like a pants around the ankles, like waddle over? Oh, like? God, no, no. Like, literally, like, she she went and, like, saw, like, she's about to go in. No. Yeah. Oh, no. So she didn't go already. No, she didn't go already. She was walking into the stall, sees that there's no toilet paper, comes out, grabs three. Not one, not two, but three, like... But I'm like, only three? Only like, three. But I'm like, I don't know if she has to shit or if she's just peeing, but, like, why are you wiping your coochie with paper towel nonetheless? 
Well, also, I'm just like, bold of you to assume how much you need. Like, I never know how much toilet paper I need. But also, like, if there's been times I go into a stall and or like there's no or like the stalls are taken or whatever, there's no toilet paper. I turn around and I find another bathroom. No, literally, or like if you're with a friend, then I ask a friend for the toilet paper. But I would just thought it was crazy because I was like, girl, all the stalls are open. Like I hadn't even gone into a bathroom yet. I'm like walking in and I'm seeing this happen. Her walk out, take three, go back in. And then like I go sit and pee and I hear her pee. And I'm like, this is so bad, but it was so quiet. Like I can hear like the roughness of that, of that paper towel, like, on, like wiping her coochie. The grit. No, literally. I'm like the sandpaper quite literally going up your ass right now is actually insane. Okay. Um, this reminds me, I don't know if you want to tell the story, but I'm going to bring it up. Is this my CVS story? Yeah. Okay, do it. Do it. Um, well, I, it's been brought up, so like you should just tell it. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago in San Francisco, like one thing about me, you know, I have tummy problems. Like, um, and my IBS, shout out to all my like stomach problem girlies. Love you. We're in the pier. We're on the pier. We're getting lunch. And I had to use the bathroom. And the public toilets are, like, honestly not that well kept. But, like, you you have to go. And when I have to go, like, I'm not one to wait. Like, my body got to go. And so I have my little backpack with me. And I go into the bathroom. And I think I gave my phone to my mom. I can't I didn't have my phone with me. And I go to the toilet. And I, like, sit, do my business. And I look to my left. I look to my right. There are no, no toilet paper like I feel weird I can't remember how old I was but I was like I feel weird like asking someone next to me if they had toilet paper I quite literally <laughs> I see I see a CVS receipt and if you know CVS they're long they're long receipts I see a CVS receipt <laughs> and it's like we made eye contact it's like I was like this is the only option I have and the the receipt, I swear, was like me, like, is this about to happen right now? I literally take the CVS receipt and wipe with it. Like, am I, I'm no better than Paper Tower Lady. Yeah, I was like, actually, yeah, like, what is worse? Like, a CVS receipt from who knows where? Who knows who? But I'm still here today, am I not? That's true. I'm, I mean, that lady's walking around probably a little chafed, but like. <laughs> but, like, and that was, like, a long time ago, but I remember just feeling, like, dehumanized. I literally was like. I walked out of that and I was like, and all my friends, like, this is why I now carry like wet wipes with me 99% of the time is because I'm afraid I'm going to be stranded without toilet paper. And so trust, like there's always like a little pack in my bag because I do not want another CVS incident to happen to me ever again. I can't believe you guys got two big yikes in one episode, one from like a blast from the past and one that just happened this last week. Oh, that's funny. I, I tell that story to a lot of people. I think it's so funny. Like, I remember like just the feeling of like, that bathroom had no like air circulation like people like there was just like a long line because it's all tourists and i was just like what's about to happen right now i feel like there's nothing like more human or like a more human experience than using like a nasty bathroom <laughs> like a hot porta potty on an august day i have never used a hot porta potty on an august day when have you used one <laughs> i feel like like every summer I find myself, it's like hot and I'm like, oh, I just like need to pee real quick. And you go in there and it's like a sauna, <laughs> like a, a porta potty sauna. Oh my gosh. That's so bad. Or like, I'm trying to think where else. I don't know. You like you go to like a like a concert venue or something or yeah, just like public restrooms in general. There's nothing more human, like a human experience than realizing like 
oh my gosh, I have to do this. Or literally be like, I don't know if you ever thought about this when you're like, how many other asses have sat on this toilet before me? Like how many clammy butt cheeks have been here before me? Um, I don't think about that often because most of the time I put down the like the little like. Oh, me too. Like the little, little seat cover, but still. Like tissue paper that's probably not protecting anyone from anything, but at least protects my mind. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, guys, I've been humiliated personally. Like, I, I do this to myself and I don't mind sharing this because like someone's got to hear it like it makes for a good laugh anyway this comes out again on halloween so i hope you guys have a fun costume planned i hope you guys have fun plans i hope you stay safe i hope you all sexy slay um but just have fun hopefully these stories were fun to you hopefully i definitely will have weston back on again i don't know how did you enjoy your time here um, it was good and it's like well i live upstairs so like i'm i'm here <laughs> literally one time i was recording oh no i wasn't recording but you were doing jumping jacks and i thought our washing machine was falling through the ceiling so that was crazy anyway um we'll have weston back on again and as always i love you guys you can follow me on instagram and tiktok at the big yikes podcast and let me know what you want to hear next also i'm gonna put in some bloopers of the test recordings weston and i tried to do before this episode okay bye no burping no why are you taking a drink like right as we're about to start